You okay there? I'm good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Ron. I'm Dave. <laughs> and I'm Tom. We're out of practice. Switching up the order a little bit. I would bit. say we're out of order here. Yeah. It's been well, a while. Okay. Everybody just stared at me like, what do I do now? We talk. Yeah, I, we, I know. Tommy missed his cue. I did that on purpose. Oh, did you? To throw off the groove? I the, did. To make, anyway. To make everybody uncomfortable a little bit. Oh, well, it made me uncomfortable. Okay, That's why I'm, I'm still sorry. talking, because I'm just, I don't know what to do or what to say, so we're just <laughs> spewing stuff out. How's everybody, Man, have we how's, been busy. How's everybody doing? I know. Good. I'm good. good. Yeah, we've been like crazy. We're like, this is the most I've flown probably in the last year, five years combined. Like, I have flown more this summer so far, and it's not even over yet. It's been a, a, a great time it's so far. It's been like, I know Dave flies all the time, but. Don't know. I've got a lot in recently. Yeah. Yay. It's yeah. It's been a great summer. Taking the month of July off was genius. It was a great idea. Whoever decided yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, we have gotten so much flying done, and yeah, and a lot to talk about. We do. First thing we need to cover, though. Yeah. I'm gonna let you take. Okay. This one. Yeah. So uh, there's been a few incidents at the field because we've been flying a lot. We've had a lot of exposure at the field, so we've seen a lot of things that. Uh, that I think would be worthy of uh, talking about on the podcast, safety-related. A uh, couple of guys at the field, at our local field, um, and not just our field, on Facebook, a uh, couple of the groups I belong to, it it's, seems like there's a rash of these going on uh, over the summer. Maybe it happens every summer, but because I haven't been flying, <laughs> just I just haven't know. noticed. Yeah. Um, but, you know, be careful, like uh, especially around these spinning propellers, man. These are like lawnmower blades set up on end that are just waiting to eat somebody's fingers. So, um, yeah, we've had a couple of incidents at the field. A couple of guys have gotten uh, stitches because uh, they put their hands in a rotating propeller for various reasons, which I will go over. But uh, I just want everybody to be safe out there. And, like, anytime uh, you're going to be putting your hands or have your hands around those spinning propellers, man, just please be mindful of, of position and uh, and to just keep safety at the at the front of your mind because I don't like seeing photos of people's hands with stitches and yeah that sort of thing. So, like a couple of the the causal factors that that I've seen. Um, number one seems to be not having your aircraft properly restrained, mm-hmm. no matter what size it is. Yeah, absolutely. Like so, at our field, and a lot of fields have these tables that are built like ours as well. They you know, it's like a, either a T-shaped table or a table that has a nice big flat top, but it has posts at the end of it to sort of hold back your wing. If you're not going to utilize one of those tables, make sure you've make sure that you use some sort of restraining device. Uh, myself, I've got one of these fold-up things that gets uh, staked into the ground, and same idea, it goes behind the or in front of the horizontal stab and holds the airplane for you, so you can do what you got to do. But if you don't have one of those, at least have somebody holding the airplane for you. Yeah. Um, that seems to be the primary um, the primary culprit for people with missing fingers or and or stitches. Lurching aircraft. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, you know, starting procedure. I mean, you, you don't want that airplane to surprise you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so you, if, you, if you have your starting procedure dialed in, awesome. But if it's a new airplane, it's even more important to have somebody helping you out because uh, a runaway airplane is is no fun for anybody. Nope. So just be careful. Yeah. We just want everybody to go home after a day at the field with the same number of fingers that they went to the field with. (laughs) In the same shape as you showed up as. Well, preferably, yeah. 
So I don't want to harp on it, but yeah. you know, I, yep. I think it was important to kind of bring that up. Just yeah, brought think it about to the it. yeah, brought it to the forefront because uh, one of them happened to be a close friend of ours, and uh, we don't want to see that happen to anybody. So nope. And one more thing: whenever possible, never fly alone. Yeah, I thank you. Um, I I agree uh, to 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 a certain extent. To a yes, extent. I agree. Um, I because of the proxy or the remoteness of our field, uh, it has been proven this last go around that um, it's not easy for first responders to find our field. Yeah. Um, Which I. Th- Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I find I mean, that difficult based there, I, on I where it is. But yeah. But uh, I mean, let's think about that. Most airfields are remote because they have to be, right? Because we can, we don't, we don't want to fly in residential neighborhoods and and all that kind of stuff. Right. So first responders may or may not be aware of where your field is. So or controlled airspace. Having somebody there with you, maybe you're not going to have to rely on first responders to try to find you. You've got that person with you that can. You know, take it to the hospital in the event something happens, which is yeah. you know exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, with with uh, you know, with our experience. So. Okay. Anyway, be safe. Let's move on. Yes. I like. I don't want to bring them down. No, this is going to be a good podcast because we've got a lot Let's of stuff. Let's talk, talk about, about all the cool stuff we've done. So, I ordered a three D printer. Yay! I mean, that's not too cool, but it's really you already cool. have a printer though. So I have a regular. What's it called? Uh, FDM or whatever. The one that uses the the actual filament. filament okay. So the one I bought is a resin printer. Do you know what he's talking about, Dave? Yes, I, I do. The FDM okay. is the filament deposit something. Method, machine. maybe. Yeah. Oh. oh, machine. I don't know. I don't know. But the resin – so the reason I brought or bought it mm-hmm. is kind of for a dorky reason, but that's okay. <laughs> I want to be able to print my own pilots. And you can do them a lot better. You can get a lot more detail with the resin printer. Mm-hmm. I don't have it yet, but I should be getting it hopefully in the next week or so. So mm-hmm. we'll have to talk about how that goes. And then I found out if you have an iPhone, which I don't, but your wife, Tom, does. Mm-hmm. She does. You can scan your face. So I'm going to be able to fly my <laughs> own planes. And so will you guys. That is really dorky, but awesome. Awesome at, at the, the same, same time. time. So let's talk about what sort of prompted uh, looking into this in the first place. So we went up to Brian's, mm-hmm. and you have like eighteen or twenty-five or whatever it is new airplanes that need pilots. So you were <laughs> going to buy many. you were going to buy yes. pilots while we were up there, and then you, you quickly discovered pilots how much of an expensive. investment that was going to turn out to be. So yeah. yeah. So one of the things I was wanting to buy pilots for is the um, that Lazy Bee because mm-hmm. I want to put like at least three in there because oh, yeah. it's it's got a big cabin and it'd be neat to mm-hmm. kind of put a few of them in there, like the ones that. I didn't like that were just kind of crappy looking. Mm-hmm. Where you can get them for ten bucks a piece. Decent looking ones though were at least twenty bucks per pilot. Mm. My gosh, Ouch. the T twenty eight, they were thirty five dollars a piece for oh a bust. My gosh, yeah. Holy so so I've, got, I've got seventy dollars worth of pilots in my big T twenty eight, and they're just busts. It's worth mentioning again that during the Duelist build, I found my pilot. Yeah. At the Goodwill for a dollar. Well, I have Forky and the, the guy from, <laughs> what was it? I don't even remember what that and movie was. And I think those pilots are awesome. They are pretty cool. Like, I, I understand yeah. that. But how cool is it going to be to have your own face <laughs> flying it's, an airplane? It's pretty cool. That's my plan. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm excited about that. But what else do you plan on printing with this thing? Well, that's really all I got that's to talk it. about right now. <laughs> Whatever I want that's small because so, it's tiny. Let me ask you this. The resin printer, mm-hmm. 
so I'm I'm the dumb one of the bunch, right? When it oh, comes so to am this, I. I've never when done this when it comes before, to tech, so we'll technology it out. type stuff and and additive machining, which is what this is. Uh-huh. Will the material that that's made of? Could you print parts out of that and they would be durable for like RC use or whatever? Oh yeah, because I know some of the some of the other the the DL. What what was your printer? The one you have FDM. now. FDM. The FDM printers, depending on the filament, the type of plastic you use, they can or cannot be used for RC because they're not durable. Some yeah. of them, right? Sure. So will this one be like the resin printer? Is it same idea? You have to use the right stuff or? Like, how does it work? Like, I guess is what I mean. Is this the one that uses so, two lasers and wherever they meet, it melts the... Or no, it it's, the... it's a little different. It's pretty much a TV that's facing upwards. And so it's 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 like it yeah. will... It's an LED, LCD or LED screen. Yeah, LCD screen, okay. LED, whatever. And then the LEDs are UV LEDs. Okay. So this is UV cure resin. Okay. And All as right. it shoots the exact pattern yes. on the plate... <clears throat> That's what gets hardened, and then it moves up and continues to do that. It's built upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So it should be, like I said, it'll be interesting. That'll be cool. Play around. That'll be like fun to watch it do its thing. And it's supposed to print a lot faster than my other printer too. So we'll see. Yeah, I think each layer, and granted, the layers are a lot finer. Like mine, the finest it'll go is one wait point one millimeter, and this one will print at point zero one millimeter. So it's a lot Lot finer. A lot less lining. Yeah. A lot less sanding is what I'm hearing. Yeah. I should <laughs> hopefully not have to sand anything. Oh. And it would be nice to go straight from it. And I got Sweet. clear. Like the resin I bought was clear. So I'll, it'll be interesting to see how clear works. Hmm. Like I'm excited for clear for some reason. I don't know why. I mean. I know. To each his own. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, then you have to paint them though. Well, you have to paint them no matter what. Even if well, they're just white. Pilots, yeah. Well, but look how expensive they're. And they don't look like me. So That's what's the true. point? Like I want I want a good picture of me like screaming. So it looks like <laughs> looks like I'm just like put my looks hands like, up in front of my face or something, just be like, ah, you know. Like you're crashing. Like I'm crashing. My yeah. thing is I can never find the pilots in the exact right size I need. So you can size these perfectly. Yes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm always putting one that's just a little too small or a little too big. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like the pilots I was looking to get, like one of them needs to be just under two inches wide. That's hard to find. Something because, that small, yeah. uh, you know, even even Brian doesn't carry a bunch of different pilots. There's a few up there, but not mm-hmm. not a ton of them. So right. it'll be nice to be able to do, yeah, Dave, like you said, exactly what I need size-wise and yeah. all hmm. that. So I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be neat. I can't wait to see your first printed pilot. My first scary face-looking <laughs> thing. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I've got a couple files done just that I found on Thingiverse to see how it prints. And we'll hopefully get some scans done before too long and mm-hmm. go from there. Cool. Yeah. What else? Well, uh, if I remember right, before uh, last episode, I challenged you to get your Hobie Hawk together. You did. So and there's a little bit it. of confusion on on what you actually meant. Because in the I think in the episode, you said set up i think is what you the term you said mm-hmm. challenged me to get the hobie hawk set up and so we could right and and your you framed that conversation around the fact that you wanted to arrow toe with it well i must have missed that in well inference into the in, in inference 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 into the conversation 
So I just got it ready to fly. Well, it worked out fine. And here's what I think, here's what made it okay. We went to Brian's. We've made several trips to Brian's we lately, have. by the way. Like, Both together and separately. I know. I think you've been three times. Have you been three? No. I've been with you twice and... Well, once three with times, Lori. Yeah. yeah, so three times. No, four times then. Twice with me, once with Lori, once by yourself, right? And then yes, I... <laughs> that's right. God, at $5 a gallon. At $5 I know. a gallon. I and then I went up on my own because I couldn't make it off of work the day that you went up. Yeah. Um, so I made a trip up on my own and I got a couple of things. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Um, but the first time we went up there, Brian had uh, a uh, high start. Yeah, that he in gave his hand, to us. That he gave to us, and for that free. That, that was which was very awesome. That was not Brian. expected. Like I, no. I had no interest in getting one of those. But I'm glad that we did. Yeah, because we've flown the Hobie Hawk. I'm so getting out of like, I'm doing it again. Like I'm bouncing around in time okay. frame on things. Um, so, so yeah, you challenged me later. to get the Hobie Hawk set up and you meant for aero toe and I thought you meant just to fly. So I set it up and got it ready to fly and it flies terribly. It does actually. I mean, it's, like I, it's I feel bad just about that. awful. And I think it's probably, well, I think it's a combination of factors. I think it's tail heavy, which we, I think we both agree on. Uh, because it seemed to fly okay-ish, straight and level, with a little bit of down elevator. Which, is that tail heavier, or is that just not enough down elevator to but where you're holding it, elevator the whole time? It could be, but I mean, the elevator, I have it set up so that it's flush with the molded peat on the horizontal stab that it Where it meets with. on yeah, the... So, yeah. like, I think it's at zero, net zero, but anyway. Well, I don't think it's at the same incidence <clears throat> as the wings, though. No, like, it's not, but I don't know if it's supposed to be. Otherwise, that molded-in portion of the fuselage would match that, I would think. But anyway, uh, um, it's also crooked. Yeah, the plastic is bent yeah, somehow. Yeah, the, the fuselage, so it's an ABS. I'm assuming it's ABS. It looks it like ABS. Be, yeah. um, is molded in such a way that the horizontal stab is off by several degrees, Um with the wing, so yeah, it's they're, twisted. Not, they're not so. parallel to each other. So the cords or yeah. the longitudinal axis, whatever it is. So, so yeah, your I've up got elevator I've gives got, you yeah, I've a got some rudder too. Yes, exactly. So I've got some work to do. Um, I flew it twice, um, or I should say, I saved it twice. <laughs> One is that time a fair statement? I you mean, did like it. I I thought it was going bye bye. Me too. Like, and I don't really know what I did to, I mean, you never quit flying them, right? Like, if you know it's going to crash, you fly them to the crash, right? But anyway, um, yeah, so I've got some work to do. I'm not sure how motivated I am to do it because it was so terrible. Um, But eventually, I'll I think that'd be a good winter project to see if you can get it lined up. We can go at it with a heat gun if we need to. I might actually cut the fuselage where it's mostly round. Uh, and then, you know, cut it off, cut the tail off, essentially, and then throw some doublers on the inside of that and reconnect it and tweak it. Re-clock so it. Squ- yeah, exactly. I think that's probably what I'll end up doing because that fuselage, I mean, it is really resistant to any kind of twisting. Like, Which is good. Well, yeah, if you that's don't, great. But, if it's set up right. Um, yeah, I don't think heat is going to allow me to get the correction I need. So, But anyway. That's a good idea. It has flown, and it is off of my 
spreadsheet. Off of your list. Yes. It has been flown this year, <laughs> so you don't care anymore. And in, in my mind, I met your challenge, so there. No, you did. I was actually pretty <laughs> happy. Um, we didn't do anything with the Aerotoe stuff. Not yet. Not yet. I still want to do that I because, do like I said, we'll, we'll get into... I would into, like to do it with a better flying glider, like my other one. Yeah, we'll get into that stuff later. We, yeah. we flew a lot. We'll talk about yeah. that, but... Um, Let's let's get into really quick. I want to talk about the tool of the week. It's time for RC Plane Labs tool of the week. Yes, we actually have a tool of the week this yep. week. So after uh, listening to Dave's lipo story, uh, yeah, on we, the last episode when, when we, we were in to Streeter, when yeah, he yeah. had one kind of go off on him, it didn't kind of go off. It went off. Okay, when we when we heard <laughs> how one went off on him, um, it, it did concern me a little well, bit. Sure, like, me too. So I I recently bought a uh, the what is it the thirty amp twelve volt power supply thing because that ISDT charger didn't come with one. Right, and then it hit me that I have my four port high tech charger that I never use at home. It used to go out to the field with me and use a battery to charge because I didn't have a power supply for it. So I started to use that at home so I can charge more batteries at a time. Mm-hmm. Which scares me more, well, because yeah, now there's now four, four times the amount of probability that something <laughs> might happen. So I found the lipo state or lipo safe storage bag mm-hmm. and charging container on Amazon. They're like fifteen bucks. Cheap you can't, insurance. You can't not have yes. one. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know how like they say this because it, it can't be, but it's explosion proof is what it said on there, hmm. and it's supposed to withstand up to three thousand degree heat. So that's good enough for me. Good enough for, yeah. tool of the week, the Liposafe storage storage bag bag or or whatever it's called. I I don't know. I have a bag that I use that's left over from the RC car days, um, and that's what I normally uh, charge my batteries in Yeah, just a single one, though, right? No, I can fit fit two batteries. I mean, is it it like a flat... Well, it's, like envelope-looking thing. It's a yeah, it's a bag. Yeah, so that's kind of what I have. But the ones that I bought, it looks like a little lunchbox. It even oh. has a handle on top. It has a over-the-shoulder strap okay, so you yeah. can carry it, and it's very nice. Like I said, very cheap and yeah. worthwhile. That's where. That's... Yeah, I need to get a couple more of them actually because my yeah. other non-used at the time lipos are still stored in the refrigerator, just in a clear plastic tote. Oh my! And they just probably ought to in be the refrigerator. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I want them to be able to come out at once. So I don't want to have to like open up the crisper drawer and then be like, oh, where's the battery I want? So, you know. (laughs) It's funny you should say because that's exactly how my process. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the bottom drawer of the refrigerator Uh downstairs we don't use and then I have to shift through them to. Bottom right? Bottom left. Oh, mine's in the bottom right. Mine are just bagging around in an ammo can. And that's okay. I mean, it's still safe. They're contained. Yeah, they're safe. Mine would not be contained if something happened in the garage. Mine would be in the refrigerator. Yeah, but the refrigerator is not fireproof, is it? No, but I mean, there's not a lot of oxygen in the refrigerator. Like once it's used up, it would take quite a bit. Yeah, I guess to you're open right. the door, which probably is what it's I would what do. I would, what is that noise? Fire. What is? It? Oh shoot! I shouldn't have done Oof. that. Yeah, yeah. We I, got a dog. I took a charge the twin to the one that went off the other night, and I just the whole time sat there and stared at it. <laughs> Are you going to do the same thing your brother did? Is it swelling? That looks like it's swelling. And then you're kept not, poking it. You're touching it every five minutes. Is it warm yet? It feels like it's warmer than it was five minutes ago. Shh, do you hear something? What is that noise? What is that? Is <laughs> yeah. that hissing at me? It's scary. The lipos I, can be scary. I mean, yeah. I'm still, you know, every time I look at the two batteries that I have for that big jet, it's like, oh, 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 they scare me. <laughs> well, they do. It's, I know, but there's, I like, I get it, but I still think that I'm being silly. I know. Yeah, the size of the battery 
isn't going to make a huge difference in what it can do. If any of them go off, you're going to have a problem. Yeah, because they're all stored together. Pretty much. So if one goes off, they're all going off. They all go off. Fire, like fireworks store. Far, fireworks store, yes. So. All right, so. I want to know. Tool of the week. Thank you. That was the tool of the week. So moving on, I want to know, on. what constitutes a maiden? Oh. Successful takeoff, successful landing, where it comes back in one piece, more or less. Okay. okay. So that's a successful maiden. But what constitutes a maiden? So if you buy a used plane... Bind it to your radio and fly. Is that a maiden? The first time you fly it on your radio is a maiden. Agreed. Mm. I agree. Okay, so if it's just a new plane to you and you fly it. Correct. It has to be on your radio? Well, why wouldn't it be? I'm just trying to figure how many maidens I had, okay? <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm going through here before. Yes, yeah, so it has to be on your transmitter. Okay, so that's... Uh, Hmm. What if it's a, an airplane like okay the one you did you had your Kristen Eagle was electric and you oh, yeah. converted it to nitro that is a that that's is a, a remaiden yeah that's a exactly but that would still be counted as a maiden yes what if it's the same thing and you just train a motor out like I don't like the size nitro motor I had on let's put a new one on that's is it the same area. is it the same size or bigger or smaller oh so size matters because mm. it changes the flying characteristics. Okay, same, like I, same like, size motor. Okay, here. On my Duelist, I swapped out one of the Irvine 40s that I have on it because I, the carburetor kept coming loose on the right one, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I swapped it out for an identical Irvine 40. The next time I fly it, it's not a, it's not a remade. It's the same engine. It should have the same flying characteristics. I haven't changed anything aerodynamically with the airplane. It's not a remade even. Okay. However... I pull those two Irvine 40s off and put two OS 46s on it. That's a remain. Yeah. Anytime there's a major change or major repair. Yeah, I agree. So crashed and fixed? Crashed and fixed is a remaiden. Okay. Well, then my number is eight. I have to take one off because I didn't have, I don't get to add the ninth one on yet, but I guess I'll have that later. So I've had eight maidens since we had our last break. I don't have them listed. Because I may refute one of them. What one are you refuting? The UMX Ultrix. Why? Because you flew that on my transmitter for the first time. Yes. So you have to take that one off. Wait, no, hold on. No, you did. Talk amongst yourselves and let me look at this. <laughs> I printed my list, but it printed so small I cannot actually read this. Oh, weird. So I have. It's a good looking spreadsheet, though. This is, on well, the on the computer screen, <laughs> color and everything. <laughs> so this is what I have. And this is the one I took off was the F 27 Striker. I flew it. After you handed me the controller when it was in the air, and I landed it, but it was not on my controller, so that's not nine. That only gives me eight. No, that's not a maiden. So I have my Ultrix 600. The big one, yeah. The big one, that counts. Mm-hmm. The Vista Grand. Obviously. Sig Riser. Mm-hmm. Night Radian. Yep. UMX Ultrix. Nope. Why? You flew that on my transmitter. But. The first time. Oh, wait, hold on. I wasn't counting that one anyway. I was oh. looking at the wrong column. Oh. Let's well, go see, back. there you go. Hold on. One, two, three. So I have the Striker I'm not counting, the Ultrix 600 I am, Vista Grand, Sig Riser, Night Radian, the Piper PA-20, the Wingsmaker Ogre, the... No, that doesn't count. What are we at? Six? Seven. That's, That's seven. seven. I have one more, one more, one more. Oh, and that Ugly Edge Foam, or the Ugly Foam Edge 540. Oh, the one that I gave you? Yeah. So that's seven. Eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. That's eight. Yeah. 
And I'm missing the ninth one because I didn't count that. So, yes, I have eight maidens. Nice. You cannot argue that now. No, I'm not going to. So, eight maidens in that time. I don't think that was too bad. really, really good. Over several trips to the field because we have all flown a lot recently. I know. And we have each kind of, sort of, crashed. Oh, absolutely. I've crashed. What do you mean absolutely? Well, I mean, the the V900, that was a crash. That was absolutely a crash. The corn saved it. Had it not been for the corn, that would have been ugly. Do you want to talk about it? Well, sure. Tell me what happened. So, yeah. So I got it ready for, <laughs> well, I just want to start by saying that that V900 flies great on three and four cells. Either way, it flies great. Mm-hmm. On four cells, it's really, really fast and really, really fun. Let's be honest. But in a picture that you took of it and yes. shared with me, you could you could visibly see a misalignment of the stab and wing at speed. Due to the torque of the motor, something. I'm assuming. Something. Um, and I did notice at higher speeds with four cells that it flew kind of weird. It was wonky. Okay. Having said that now, got that out of the way, I pulled the wing off of it. I forget exactly. Oh, um, I pulled the wing off of it. Oh, to put carbon rod down the both sides of the fuselage mm-hmm. to stiffen it up to keep it from twisting. Because that's what it looks like it was doing in the picture. It looked like it was twisting. And if you grab the tail and the and the nose, you could easily... And there were cracks at the back edges, if you remember of the... <laughs> at the back edge where the canopy goes on. Right. Exactly is, where the... Yeah. Which is right where the carbon rod that's in it, the carbon it comes fiber from that's the in factory. it, stopped. Stops, yeah. So yeah. I bridged the gap uh, with a dart, larger diameter rod. Anyway... So I pulled the wing off so I could affect the repair. When I put the wing back on, apparently I did not fully seat one of the aileron servo connections. Okay. Didn't notice that because it looked fully seated to me. Um, you know, I squeezed them together and it wouldn't go any farther together. At least I didn't think it would. Put the wing back on and flew it and lost one of the ailerons in flight. Didn't know that until after the fact. All I knew was that it was just very difficult to control, and this had four cells in it, so it was going at quite a rate of speed when I discovered that. I thought it was lost. I really did. But like we always tell everybody, fly it to the crash site, Mm -hmm. right? Don't stop flying. So I didn't, and I somehow managed to get it over into the corn. I don't backed know how off you the did throttle, that, by the way. Uh, to slow it down, and yeah, the corn is really what saved it. Was, there was no damage whatsoever. Nope. Like, I got really, I was, really lucky. But that's a crash. Impressed. Yeah, In that my was opinion, that crash. is a crash. Because had it not been for the corn, if it would have went into the beans, yeah, done. Done yeah. so. Because it was going at a pretty high rate of speed. Even You, you had it slowed down yeah, but I mean, it a was, lot from where it was. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, if it would have hit the ground and the corn wasn't there. Pieces. And you lucked out because you it were... It was close to the edge of the corn, too. We didn't yeah, have to we, go very far to get it. At all. <laughs> I, I got scared because I heard an animal or something, I, I yeah. guess, back in the... Yeah, there was something big. And that... And the little woods the, that was right by trees, it yeah. didn't make me too happy. It kind of, right? yeah, made me want to run, which I don't run. So yeah. you know how bad that was. But anyway, we were able to easily get that out of the corn and yeah. you figured out what was wrong. Yeah, like, we got it back to the to the pits and I noticed, well, even before that, because we were using the radio, remember, to find it. Yeah, to try and to hear, try and, to try and listen. Because yeah, those servos, are little micro servos are noisy, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got it back, or even before we got it back, I'm looking at, oh, I lost an aileron. And then when I got back, I pulled the wing off and squeezed the connector. I was like, oh. Hey, it's fixed. Didn't have it. And then I think I flew it again. You did. So Yeah. 
You threw it right back up. Yeah. So didn't that even was break a, the prop. That was a crash. Yeah. I kind of crashed too. Kinda. I went out. We're getting out of order, so I'm going to be confused later. But the uh, that little blue and uh, yellow hybrid little thingy. Um, so I ended up taking that out to fly it. I, I still don't know what to call it. Like I wish I knew what that was because yeah, just really... calling it the blue and yellow hybrid thing is just weird. Um, but it's the one that has the built-up fuselage out of plywood or mm-hmm. uh, balsa, and then it has the foam wing and rear stab. Yeah, and it's just it's a weird looking airplane. But anyway, um, so I flew that. Kind of got it dialed in after you crashed it because mm-hmm. we lost the the, <laughs> the signal to it, which was not your fault. Mm-hmm. I put a new receiver in it and stuff. Um, and it flew okay. It was a little bit tail heavy. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and put some weight in the nose and we kind of had a really bad storm roll through the field that night. So I didn't yeah. get to do anything else with it. So I went back out a couple of days later. It flew a lot better. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it was, really did. it wasn't bad. It was like a, a little trainer. Yeah. And then something happened as I was coming over, luckily coming over the runway to where the motor just stopped. Just Stop. I mean, it felt like it was a nitro plane because the motor just <laughs> stopped. I mean, everything else it did. worked. Like, no warning either. No. It didn't slowly come down and then stop. It was just It just a made a stop. weird noise and then stopped. And it's yeah. still, like, you can spin it freely. Yeah, so I don't know. Weird. I don't it was know if something... That noise at the end, though. Yeah. Like, on the table. Like, I don't know that. if it... So that was the motor <clears> that <throat> crashed, obviously, and there was dirt and stuff that got into it. So I don't know if maybe that shorted it out. And did something to the ESC, or I have not changed any of that stuff out yet. I will soon. Mm -hmm. Um, But that one was a crash only because it landed so hard. Like it bent the tail, not the tail, it bent the the landing gear on it. I had to bend that back, and it did mess up the very front just a little bit. Mm. So I consider that a (laughs) crash-ish. Ish. It's um, an incident. Yeah. There you go. So incident. at least I can say I've incidented <laughs> over my break. Um, but that's one. So like I, I wanted to try and make Piper more interested in airplanes and stuff. So I, I cut out some fu- or some decals on the vinyl cutter of a face and put mm-hmm. it on the front. And I was like, Piper, come look at this. She was not impressed. Oh, really? She was just like, oh, that's dumb. I was like... <laughs> Yes. Thank you, Piper. Like, I appreciate that. What what would make this less dumb? And she's like, well, you should put rainbows on it. And I was like, rainbow, of course. I mean, why would I not think rainbows? And unicorns, probably. I was right there with the unicorns. Yeah. Well, and so I told her, I was like, you know what? Here, this is a plane that we paid nothing for. So right. it's it's not. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, thanks, Brian. It's, <laughs> it's not anything that I have a lot of care for. For some reason, I wanted to get it flying. I don't know why. So I told her, I was like, here, tell you what. This is a foam wing. Here's some markers, permanent markers, do whatever you want. Oh on boy. It. So that plane now has a whole bunch of hearts all over it. Nice. And she's excited to go out and see it fly. All right. So we will have so to get that go. fixed and take it out. So yeah. that's going to be her plane. Hopefully, I can convince her in a couple of years to start trying to fly. And that can be the plane we use to teach her. Oh, that'd be great. That's a great trainer plane. Yeah, I mean, it does fly decent. There's nothing to it. Yeah, I mean, I, it looked like it flew decent until the motor quit. And then once she's got that one mastered, she wants a plane that looks like a cheetah. I don't know how we'll do that, but we'll have to figure something out. I got, a, t- I got a tiger stripe. Well, I mean, it does have what's a four star, isn't it? 
Uh, I have a Sig Wonder. Oh, Wonder. That's right. And I have a Sig uh, something extra, both ah, in tiger stripes. Yeah. See, I'll have to do something cheetah, to make it look says. like. Yeah, she loves cheetahs. Ah, well. But anyway, so that's what she wants on that. Okay. So that was my... That was your crash-ish. Incident. Incident. Now, Dave. Dave crashed. Well, so can I just say... But Dave crashed. That none of our crashes have been pilot error. That... Mine's marginally my problem. Okay, well, let's hear it. Dave crashed. (laughs) You know, you've been saying that you fly it to the... To the very end. Kind of like yeah. you did the last time with Fly the yeah. Radiant the XL that this had one, no battery in it. This one, <laughs> I gave up about 300 foot up. Oh. Because it had watered itself up into a giant white snowball. In the air? In the air. Cool. It was, it was good. The, uh, oh, I missed that. This Man. is the Radiant XL. The Again. one that last time we talked about, he had his issues with. Yeah, that's the one that the prop... Exploded, right? Prop exploded. Yeah. Ripped the nose off. We did a little bit of damage. Not okay. bad. The no. I mean, so I'm going to be honest. Like in the in the last episode, you said you fixed it and you couldn't tell that it was crashed. Right. I kind of doubted you. I'm. I'll be honest. I can't. And, and then I saw it and I was like, holy. You know, he's not wrong. Like I, if I did not know this was that airplane, I would never have thought. Dave, did, I will vouch for Dave. He is an excellent builder mm-hmm. and also an excellent. Repairer? Well, I don't know. Dave, what happened? Well, <laughs> so we were f- uh, remating, remating this uh-huh. uh, yeah, aircraft. That's a remade. Um, this was the second time I flew it that day. Um, it was a mediocre thermal day, but I was having some luck catching some thermals. Uh, but the wind was blowing from behind us from south to north. Uh, and I had been riding a thermal up to our, um, well, let's call it our FAA mm-hmm. um, approved, approved limit. Mm-hmm. Mm. You were 400 feet. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Four, yeah. It, it was 400 feet. We'll mm. go with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, it was getting up there a little bit and it was drifting downwind quite a bit. Uh, so I decided it was time to bail out of this thermal and head back to the field with it. Um, motor's been off, been off for quite a while because it's, it's a really good floater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, it's took, a 102 inch wingspan. So. Yeah. Uh, I pushed the nose over into a very shallow dive and let it build up a little speed coming back to the field. Motor on or off? Motor off. Okay. Um, It built up a little speed for a few seconds, and it was a very shallow dive, 20. Maybe I started out at 30 degrees and backed off of it. Um, And all of a sudden, I saw something flutter (laughs) because this is an eight-foot wing. Uh, so I saw some flutter and I thought, oh, oh, we need to slow this down. And it wasn't going that fast in my opinion. But um, as I, I completely forgot the airplane had spoilers at this point, trying to slow it down. So I pulled back on the stick to bring the nose up to kill off some airspeed, mm-hmm. which, you know, anytime you have flutter, you immediately chop the throttle yes. and slow down slow the airplane. Slow it down, yeah. Which you didn't have throttle to begin with. So. No, I had right. no throttle to kill. So the only yeah. thing I could do is yank the nose up. I pulled the nose up and it came up for a half a second and then it tucked under again and the wings collapsed in on each other. Ooh. They gave themselves a high five. Cool. Massive, <laughs> massive amount of flutter and then they touched. Um, the uh, Does that airplane have ailerons? It does not. So what was fluttering? The whole wing. Really? The whole wing. Yikes. Tipped its stem. Wow. There uh, had to have been something that happened in the last crash. Well, it ended up, I believe, the right wing, it came off, 
and fold it over and touch the left wing. And at that point, then the airplane whips itself around and breaks the tail. So now it is basically a ball of foam yeah. falling straight down out of the sky. Um, I quit flying because there's nothing, <laughs> well, there's to, nothing, there's nothing to, to fly. fly. Yeah, at that <laughs> no. point. Like I said, it wasn't like last time where you thought you were flying it with no batteries. Yeah. Strange <laughs> <laughs> you should talk about batteries. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it smacks the ground, and it's, what, almost a half mile out in the field. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I measured it was... The corn or the beans? Beans, beans thank you. luckily. But it was about the farthest out, like, you could go without hitting the trees way down there. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's the that reason was... I was coming home. Yeah, it was sure. getting a little... Yeah, it was blowing away. Yeah. Wow. So... Yeah, it was it was a mess. Uh, three of us went out to get it with Fred, of course. <laughs> um, uh, Reggie ended up finding the wing panel, and then about what ten fifteen rows over, he found the main wreckage. Yeah, wow. Um, never did find the canopy. Nope. And unfortunately, he picked up and moved the fuselage before we were able to survey it, the scene, and uh, we can't find the brand new batteries on their first flight. Oh, yeah. No. And that's what, because, you know, you usually you go out and you're like, oh, here it is. I'm going to grab it and start walking. Just leave it. Like, that's first thing. Find it. Know where it is. Yeah. Don't touch anything. Like, right. let's look around. Take an inventory. And yeah. by the time it was picked up and moved, it was, I mean, by the time we got to him, he's like, I think I was over here. I don't know. And it's mm. like, well, because that's where the battery is going to be. And the batteries were black. Yeah. And it's, dang it. And even like if they, if you knew where they were. Like, if you knew exactly where they were, there was still, I know it's just beans, but those beans covered so much, oh, like, sure. you would not be able to see them unless you got down on your hands and knees and crawled through the field. I mean, this mm. was eight foot of foam we were trying to find, and yeah. it took a few minutes to find it. To find like, it. even driving past, like, on the runway, driving down to the end of the field, you could see down the rows of, of beans. We could not see that the until you actually got out. Too, yeah, yeah, the whole airplane could not be seen. Dang. Until you got out and walked. And it was, like I said, it was a couple thousand feet out there. Yeah. The, uh, the Radian XL it was unsalvageable. It got gutted when we got home, and we just happened to have a junk day that day. So <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I was really concerned about getting back from that for you was the receiver. Yep, we got the receiver back. I got everything back except for the canopy. Who cares? And uh, my brand new batteries. Brand new batteries. Hurts. Is, that, is that the one with the brand new spinner and prop, too? Yeah. Dang it. Did it hurt the prop? No. Oh, nope. well. So, I mean, yeah. So, if you if, ever find. If anybody needs a spinner or a nice carbon prop for a uh, Radian XL, I've, I've got you covered. Or, conversely, if somebody has a Radian XL out there that they don't <laughs> want anymore, I think Dave would probably be interested in wheeling and dealing for one. Because it was a good airplane. Yes. I, uh, I've done quite a bit of poking around on the internet, and it just seems like nobody's got one. Yeah. It's a discontinued airplane from Horizon. They don't make them anymore, but uh, if, very if anybody is sitting on one that they no longer want, yeah, Dave is in the market. Reach out because yeah, Dave crashed his twice. Yeah. yeah. So the five of you out there that are listening to us right now, <laughs> please. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, so what else? What else have we flying or been flying? Well, I oh, also man. had another incident. Um, um, I had a tow horn pull out on the, uh, uh, what was the Grand Tundra? 
Oh, that's right, on yeah. the aileron. Yeah, I was or flying was it. A flap? It was an aileron. It was one of the ailerons. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I don't think I knew about this. Yeah, I don't I was, think you were out there. You weren't out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was really not. A, it was. It was an incident, not a crash. Oh, it didn't. Like you landed it. I like, actually flew it for quite a while. Yeah, uh, thinking with God, one aileron. Really weird with this airplane. It didn't snap like it used to when I took it inverted <laughs> and tried to snap it. It's like it just kind of flopped around. It's like it's uh, different. Mm-hmm. And brought it back, and it just was feeling weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, I landed it, and eh, every now and then I flip it over on its nose. And in this case, I did. My brother went to get it and brought it back, and I could see the aileron flopping the whole time he was bringing flopping it back. in the breeze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it well, flies at least, fine at least on it one didn't aileron. Get stuck in up or down position. Yeah. You know, at least it was just free to do what yeah, it Yeah, that could have been bad. And being a foam hinge, it wanted to go to center. So. Yeah. 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 It just It just kind of felt weird. That's an incident, not really a crash, but yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that nothing, nothing hurt. Mm-mm. Nope, you're able to fly it again. It's probably so fixed already. Thing. It was two minutes with the uh, <laughs> foam tack, and <laughs> yep, back in business. The next morning, when it was nice and cured. Yep. Yeah. So I think at the beginning of this year, we well, I issued a challenge to myself. I wanted to fly everything that I could that was on my list. You know, my number, everything ready to go. Yeah, and uh, I just want to say that I've made one heck of a dent in my list. Thanks to all the flying. And then you said you were going to match my challenge. Yeah. I I was I was questioning at first when you first brought it up because that seemed like a lot. But I think I'm on board now, yeah. even though we're yeah. over, over you halfway have, finished. Yeah, you have a lot more left to fly in yeah. your arsenal mm-hmm. than I do. I only have nine left. Well, eight, actually, that I need to fly. And I think you, I have like you seventeen. I think was okay, the number seventeen. I came sure, up with. there's quite a few out there still that need to be gone through. <laughs> yeah, but I've flown a lot of them. You have true. Like I've gotten it's, through a bunch of planes this year. Yeah, like I've true. already flown nineteen different ones. I think I cannot read this anymore because it's so small. Yeah, nineteen different planes I've flown so, so far. So since we're talking about our list and numbers, do do you want to talk about like what we've added to our list so far this year? Or you mean columns? Well. Like how we have like it set up. What airplanes we now own that we didn't own when we first talked about our lists. So I I don't <laughs> actually know because I don't have a copy of the first list that I made. Oh, I see. So this is so you can't look at your list and say, Oh, that one's new this year. Well, I can. Do you want to talk about that? Okay. You start. I You have a lot more than I do. Well, but I don't I mean, <laughs> pretty much all the stuff I named before that I've made in so far. Like I don't I wouldn't plan on looking at. I should have printed this a lot bigger because I feel like you right now, Tommy. Uh, well, let's here's just mine. Can you? Yeah, can it's read huge. Mine. I mean, it's bit. It's like it's not that it's huge. It just doesn't have as much silly information that that yours has. What on do you it. mean silly information? Oh, you had to go through and make formulas and like. But so it this would is all. This is all important information. Let's talk about list then. Let's see what's on the list. Okay. Okay. So, what do you have on your list? What do you keep track of? So I just, I have three, basically I have three groups, right? I have a flyable aircraft list. No, 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 I don't care about that. I mean, like what, what are your columns? Oh. Like we've talked about well, the, okay, so what's ready, what's there's not only, ready. Uh, what? what, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight columns is all I have. Eight columns of information and I know everything I need to know about that airplane. I have 11. What's the difference? Because I've not Okay, well compared. I have, I have the, you know, what the airplane is, mm-hmm. right? How it's powered. Mm-hmm. Uh, what supplies the power, what transmitter I have it programmed to. I see, I don't have that. When I last flew it, 
the number of flights, and then the total flights for the year, and then I have a notes column that I put notes in. Okay, so I have a few different things then from you. Okay. Because I like information. I have, obviously, what the airplane is, right. what it's powered by, mm-hmm. whether it be electric or gas or mm-hmm. yes. there's no nitro. Uh, there's <laughs> one nitro. Um, what battery it takes. Right. So that way I know what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Since I have all my batteries numbered, what Nerd. battery numbers I use for it. Nerd. What you, is that what that's mean? What connector it takes. So you know if it's a Deans or an XT60 or, or what. If you just had yeah, one Deans. connector. Well, I'm trying. Actually, if I'm. No, that's not possible because <laughs> like I have the uh, PH connector on the Ultrix. I have the JST on the. Or no, the JST is on the Ultrix. The UMX P47 takes a PH connector. Who's ever heard of a PH connector? But that's what it takes. I don't even know what that is. So that well, information that's why, would do me That's absolutely why I no need to know because if I ever have to buy a new battery for this, then I know what connector I need. I just use Google. Oh, I mean, this is my Google. I just cut them off and put Deans on everything. Not well, on a little, those tiny, tiny little, little 281 cell. You wouldn't do that. But anyway, but so yeah, last date Deans. flown, I have on there. Yeah. I have maiden date. When did I maiden it? When did I buy it? Like date acquired. How many flights this year? Where did I get it from? And notes. That's a lot of information. That's not all that much. It's just a couple extra columns, but I like having that information. So. Are you always going to have your computer handy when you want that information? It's on my phone. Oh, so My you can phone's in my pocket okay. all the time. Mm-hmm. My list has got two columns, manufacturer and name. Well, at least he has a list. <laughs> <laughs> No, but That's we've gotten true. a few new ones, obviously, yes, yeah, since we've been. I, I wasn't going to talk about all the stuff we got because I didn't. Well, you don't have to. Rem- we can, but I just don't have it prepared. So um, for anyone listening, like if you have a list that you maintain of your airplanes, why don't you shoot us a message and tell us how you have your list arranged? Yeah, let us know. Is more better or is less better? Less is more, I say. But more is better. So does that mean less is better? Yes. If less is more and more is better. See, I don't so agree with that. So less is better. No. I win. That's how Dave absolutely wins. Two columns. No, but like I said, I enjoy knowing things about this. And that way, in the notes column, you can see what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, if you have notes about the airplane. How many airplanes have you gotten rid of this year? That's a good one. Several. Yeah. Do you have that on there? Well, no, but I know. Oh, let me go to my list and see what I got rid (laughs) of this year. Ah. Why would I keep an airplane that I no longer own on my list? When I get rid of it, I delete it. It's information I no longer need. How many have you gotten rid of? But I don't know. You just said you knew. Why'd you just whisper four and say, I don't know? Well, because it doesn't matter. I've like, gotten rid of seven. Why does that matter? I don't know. It makes Crystal happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea. There we go. Okay. No, I've gotten rid of four this year. Okay. Uh, but I, I don't feel All the of, need to keep them on my list because I, I don't need to keep track right. of them anymore. You're probably right. But it's and still, it clutters up my list. I like, maybe I should have another list. I like... Cl- Oh, there you go. Now you're talking. That's not a bad idea. Keep a list of airplanes that you've gotten rid of. Yeah, because that's So you handy. can remember them. Actually, it is handy. I have pictures of I... them in my transmitter. Not all of them. All the ones I've gotten rid of, yeah, absolutely. This year, but not the ones from beforehand. Well, no, not before I owned the transmitter. Yeah. So we've done a lot of flying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're just Googling. We're I'm Goofing It's off. getting light. That's what light. you're doing. Oh, God. I think I'm... Anyway... So we've flown a lot. Mm-hmm. One of the other things we started that you kind of alluded to before was the high start. Yeah. Let's talk about that. That's because fun. Because we have both 
acquired a new unpowered glider mm -hmm. to glide around with. Mm -hmm. And what do you think of the high start? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of walking. It's a lot of work. Even like even if you know we talked about maybe having a golf cart <laughs> handy or a scooter. I want to buy a scooter. Like and I've, that would help, but it's still it's still a lot of work. Yeah. Like cuz you have to roll the thing up, you have to unroll it and Well, we need to bring a drill out. It's a long it's a it's a it doesn't Process. take long to set up. No. And it really doesn't take long to take it down either. Not not really. Yeah. But when it's 95 plus out and 90 plus humidity in the open sun with no shade. And Which is when you want to do it anyway. Right. You don't want to do it in the fall when it's not warm. <laughs> right. Because you don't have thermals. You don't you're going to have, have a 30 right. second flight. Right. Which, Which is, is exactly what we, what we was probably the longest flight we've had with it so no, far. No, I had a pretty good well, one you that did. last that's one true. with the, the Sig Riser I got. That's true. You did. Yeah. You, well, and that's a proper glider. It is a, an actual glider. And yeah. it does a good job. It does a very good job. But uh, um, it's a lot of work, it, you know, because this thing, it's about 100 yards or so worth of rubber surgical tubing mm -hmm. and then about another 300 yards would you say ish 225 no, no 300 to, feet not yards i'm sorry feet yeah of nylon cord that you know the the layout and then you pull back like a giant rubber band like a slingshot and yeah. then, you know launch these things and it, it's fun it adds a new dimension but i'm kind of over it if i'm honest so from where we let go of the airplane to where it's staked down I measured from the last time we went, it's a thousand feet. Yeah. That's a lot of walking. It's a lot of walking to get there and back. Yeah. Which and then every time you launch it, depending on the winds, maybe the end of the cord will come back to you. But generally speaking, it, it goes doesn't. another five hundred yeah. feet the other direction. But we've been doing good, like actually getting it to release right over the runway. Mm -hmm. So it starts to come down like yeah. directly over it. But then the wind's it's got a little parachute on the end, yeah. which the parachute's nice. Yeah. Actually, it, it's helpful to Helps see to it see come it, down. Yeah. I'm wondering if a streamer might be better. Uh, I don't know. Just put a streamer on it so when it comes down, it just goes straight down instead of letting the wind you know, take know. it. That could be. Um, but that's but yeah, a it's a lot of work. Uh, it is fun and if I was a better glider pilot, maybe, and had a proper glider and not a sailplane. That's the difference. I think that's the difference. But anyway, um, I would probably have more fun with it. Yeah. And eventually, I think I'll I'll end up with a, a proper, like your riser. There's a glider. bunch of them up at Brian's. I know. there, are, But they're all powered. No, there's still a few up there that are yeah, pretty good. I thought they were like, anyway. There's the one that was missing <clears throat> the canopy. You'd be... Good to oh get yeah, that one. we could fix that one pretty easily. Yeah, you were gonna go out there and make him a deal, and I didn't, didn't even. I no, because I have one, and that's enough. After seeing how much walking and stuff it is, that's <laughs> I'm too fat and old for that. I don't want to. Well, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, um, <laughs> I don't feel like we we used it in the proper conditions. Like once it was cloudy and kind of not like conducive to thermals. Yeah. And the other time we used it it was it was actually quite windy and I don't think there was a lot of it was in the evening so everything was starting to cool down so again I don't think there was proper thermaling to be had. So maybe the experience would be different on a proper sail glider plane day. Yeah. Well, you know and I mean I I still honestly think that if we had a way of getting there and back not walking slowly. <laughs> yeah. In the heat, a thousand feet there and a thousand feet back. Because, I mean, I used my car last time, 
And even that, it was you a lot of work. You used your car to go stake it down, but not to go pick it no, up. No, I'd use the car to go pick it up, too. Because, oh, did but you? you, but you did you fly without me there, then? No, you were there. I'm talking about between launches. Oh, no, no, not between launches. Between launches, no. we walked to yes. wherever it was and, yeah. and brought it back. Right. I think if we had that down to where we had a scooter or something. That's what I'm thinking, yeah, a streamer might be better than a parachute. But either way, yeah. Um, but even with a car, put you know, setting it up and... Taking it down is still a lot of walking. Yeah. Not so much with the putting it up because I can just hold my arm out the window and let it unspool <laughs> as I drive it. from the anchor point. But spooling it up it takes a lot of winding. Yeah, and I that's know. where a drill, I think, like you said, yeah. would come in handy. Yeah, I think we've done it twice. <clears throat> I spooled it out or in once and you spooled it in once. So we both know the suck that goes into <laughs> yeah. it. And it's, and your hand, because the way you do it, there's a handle on it. Mm-hmm. And then you just put your finger in this little yeah. molded spot. Well, my fingers started getting really hot. I, qu- I quickly discovered if you grab the handle and then just flip the thing, and it would spin on the handle as you as you rolled it up. Oh, see, I just put my finger in it. And, I did that and too did until and my then, finger got hot. That's and what I, I meant. Like, ah, yeah, oh, this like, is much like better. Burning, and then you look yeah. at your finger, and it's all like shiny, and you're like, "Oh, that's not good." <laughs> so shiny finger. Yeah, but we so that gliding aside, we had some good times with a couple other gliders. Yeah. So I went out with the uh, the Steven Zero Helium. It's a dumb name, but a cool glider. So I was hoping to get a long flight out of it, and I kind of failed because I grabbed the wrong battery. Like the battery I started with was at 70%, and I thought I grabbed my fully charged one, but the battery I had was 70%. I still got 45, I think, minutes that, out of that battery. That is crazy and i can vouch for that i was yeah. there the whole time that's awesome it was it was fun yeah dave was trying to teach me how to look for thermals because i don't know what to look for yeah you, usually you don't pay attention to wing tip and all that kind of stuff when you're flying and he's a good teacher he was kind of showing me what to what to look for and when you kind of see the wing tip rock how to go back around and try and hit it and then see if you can get any rise out of it and and all that so it was uh it was a lot of fun and like i said a very long flight and so that whole 45 minutes of flying time was six and a half minutes of motor time Hmm. so you most of that was in the beginning yeah yeah trying to figure out what i was doing there was one time i hit like i actually had it up there without going back up like just motor off for a good 10 minutes straight that's and it was it was nice flying yeah once again dave was a good teacher does your neck get sore Looking up no. for that, that long? No, because you sit down and you just like we were sitting under the umbrellas. Back. Yeah. Oh, perfect. It was it was nice. Yeah, That's you weren't awesome. in the sun. You were sitting down. That's I would like to be way. out there next time you guys do that. I wanna, well, we can take it out anytime. Because I no, I want to like the three of us. Well, I'm I, saying we I want can to, take it out anytime. Oh, I want to hear. I want to see the instruction and so I can put it together. Well, and I actually wouldn't mind doing that again too because since that flight on that airplane, I have put the the. The yeah the the vario the telemetry <laughs> mod or the receiver in it, and so that'll tell me height and all that kind of stuff, which will be nice. Yeah, that'll be cool. I flew it once since I've done that, but it was a very bad day for for flying gliders, yeah. which it kind of made me feel better. Cause so I, I we you know I bought the Vista Grand mm-hmm. a while ago. I got that all put together. I maidened it. That was one of my maidens over our little break. It flew terribly. Like, I was very much not happy with it. And so I thought, okay, I'll deal with this later. So I got my other the glider out that I've flown that I know flies so wonderfully. Um, and it flew like crap, too. So I was like, okay, 
It was I'm the conditions. Actually, I'm actually glad this one's not flying very well because that tells me that I have hope for the other one. Yeah. So I think it, the other one will be good too. Yeah, but there's just like, it's almost too big. I mean, I know it sounds weird, but so like the little two meter glider, which is what that Stevens Row one is, it's just the perfect size. It's light. Mm-hmm. There's oh, nothing yeah, to light. it. It's a two cell lipo. You can fly forever. It's just, it's simple to put together. I mean, I don't know. It's just like the perfect, like I was excited for something bigger, but getting it out there and putting it together and doing all that kind of stuff, it's just like harder to transport, harder to store. And even like on the, the Stevens Arrow, the nice thing too is the, the rear stab comes off if you need it to. So it takes up like no space at all. Yeah. But it was fun mm-hmm. and we will do it more often. Gliding is something that like power gliding, I think is going to be something I do more than non-powered gliding. Yeah. Which is why I didn't want to go make an offer on all the non-powered gliders that you had up there at Dynamic Balsa because that's a lot of them that I don't need. True. So what else? What well, else have we done? I, I well, mean, besides oh, flying. that We installed lights on the Ultrixes, and you got your own Ultrix. I did. I don't think we talked about that because that's been since last yeah, time. No, I, uh, yeah, so after flying yours, you let me fly yours and put the lights in it. Um, I had to have one. Yeah, because they, they are awesome. They are a lot of fun, and I put the lights in mine too, and they ended up being defective. So I'm going back and forth on that, but uh, still, it's great because it's such a little airplane; it takes up no space, uh, and it flies in a surprisingly small space. Like I flew it, it in my backyard. It it does. I mean, you can use I flew a big it field in my backyard. I know. I heard you. That's awesome. Like it, like not. In I didn't your, go to the. Like I flew side, it at the school. In your side yard, but in my yeah, I flew yeah. it in there. Awesome. I, I mean, don't know how big your yard is. Like it's I don't not know big. foot wise, but it's not. Well, I mean, it's standard city lot. Yeah, it's like. Well, well he's not a double. Ours, are, well, a lot and a half. So it's a lot like and a half. 120 feet, but 80 feet of that is like the house and the garage. So 40 feet by 75 feet deep with trees around. <laughs> But it's, I mean, it it's just so flies. slow. Like it, it just will. flies it slows really, right really down. Good. And it's so light that if you were to run into a tree, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, it really wouldn't. It's not no. going to hurt it. No, it's I not love, like it's a. It's not like it's a cub or something like that. Right. Like I, I hate to admit it, but I love that airplane. I do too. Like you it's love not, it so much, you bought the bigger one. I did, and I'm, I'm regretting that. It's Why? not. It doesn't fly as well. Well, okay. I guess I shouldn't judge it. Not yet. yet. Give me time. Because Dave had a really good suggestion. Yeah, I will judge it later. Um, but I flew it the way it said to set it up, mm-hmm. which is kind of fairly forward for CG. Yeah. It will not do the little pancake spins and stuff that the the little Ultrix does. I bet it will if you... Which makes it so much fun. <laughs> it really does. But yeah, Dave suggested moving the CG back a little bit and seeing if that makes a difference. And we will try that. I bet it does. And go from there. I hope it does. Yeah. Because that's that would be a fun plane too. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit bigger, probably a little not quite as convenient as the as the UMX one. It's not. Like however, I mean like bigger flies better. I thought so, but I don't think so now. <laughs> I mean like the way that the little small one is Ultrix just flies. tweaky tweaky? Twitchy twerky? enough. Twerky? I don't know. Twerky. That's not right. Uh twitchy enough to be twitchy. That's fun. It. Whereas maybe something more stable is not as it doesn't have that factor, that fun factor. That and with the, yeah, know, and with the AS three X on it, I mean, and like, then you put the lights in it, and it's just it's yeah. awesome. I love well, taking I, that thing over to the school because it gets so much attention. I put the lights on the bigger one too. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I'm 
disappointed just in the fact that the the micro one has the red little tail lights on it, mm-hmm. which is very helpful when you're flying. It really is. The big one doesn't have any tail lights. Oh, that's unfortunate. But the big one does have wheels on the back, which is weird. So I don't know if you could actually take it off on like a paved runway because it has a little wheel you can put in the front too. It's not steerable. Oh. But you might be able to actually hmm. take off and Does land. it launch okay from your hand though? Yeah. So why? I mean, there's no... No bad tendencies with that. It's got yeah. plenty of power for 3D, for hovering, for yeah. unlimited vertical and stuff. So, so yeah, after after flying yours, I had to have one. And, and I've, I've got, according to my spreadsheet, I think I'm up to 11 flights on it Oh, already. well, let's look at mine. How many do I have on that one? It's uh, rolling his it. eyes at us. Twi- I think that says 28, <laughs> but I can't tell. It's either 28 or 26. Because it's so small because you got so, so much information on it. But it's... The nice thing about that is you can charge the batteries on the 1S charger, you know, just a little charger that plugs into the USB port, like, charging thing. Whereas, so I kind of went all out with this Ultrix when I bought it with a bigger one because it takes a 3S850, which I don't have any 3S batteries that small. Um, So I went ahead and bought the Spectrum Smart Charger and two of the Spectrum Smart Batteries. The Generation 2 or whatever it is. You so did go all out. I've never used... Cha-ching. Yeah, it was expensive. But I've never used any of the the smart stuff before. It's always been the dumb old batteries that you have to plug everything in. Like, these don't even have balance ports on them. It's all controlled on the battery itself. We can talk about it another time when I learn a little bit more about it. But all you do to charge it, which is nice, is plug it in. Yeah. And then it senses what the battery is, and then it charges it. You can charge. So it's almost like it has a bat air thing built already into, into it, it communicating right. with the smart charger. Which I've not had a lot of luck getting the smart charger from uh, ISDT with the bat airs to actually communicate and start on its own. Like you can plug it in, and it only works if it's plugged in. Like, okay, so if I put a battery on and charge it, it knows what it is. It does fine. You have to manually tell it to start charging and all that stuff. If I take that battery off and put another one on, it doesn't know what that battery is. You have to mm-hmm. unplug it from the wall, oh. reset the charger, and yeah. then plug it back in, and then it will do its thing. Find out what it is, and then you know it'll read the the plug, and then you have to start it. Whereas this one, you just plug it in. It doesn't matter how many times you unplug one or unplug it, the Spectrum one, and it will know what battery it is. However, you were unfortunately talking about one of your LED things was problematic on your Mini Ultrix. Mm-hmm. I have a bad battery. Whenever, for some reason, I plug one of the batteries in that I got, uh, it says the polarity is reversed and won't do anything. On one of your brand new One of the brand new batteries. batteries. Oh, yeah. that's Gen 2 smart batteries. Ooh. So I'm going to have to get that taken care of, but they'll stand behind it. I'm sure I'm not too worried about that. But it's just more of a problem that I have to deal with, and I don't want to have to deal with it. Yeah. No, so. I get that. So one question mm-hmm. on your smart charger. Can you override it? Like... Like, let's say you plug a battery in. Let's say we're, we were still racing cars and you plug a 5,000 milliamp 7.2 volt, or I'm sorry, two cell in it. And it automatically defaults to what, 1C, 10C, 5C? What is it like? Does it, def- or does it's it whatever just Whatever you know? set it to. Well, you said you plug it in and it just does its thing. Yes. You but if you change, to. okay, so. Like when I plug this one in, the one battery I have that works, when I, <laughs> when I, well, so I can't tell you if I'm plugging different batteries and what it's going to do. So with this one battery that works, when I plugged it in, it started charging at 850 milliamps, like 0.8 amps. Um, 
think it was point. It doesn't matter. It was under one amp. Um, and then I was reading on the battery. It says you can charge up to 4.2 amps on this battery. So I raised that charge rate up to okay, like... Okay, so you can... So I raised it up okay. to 4 amps. I didn't All want right, to go I to the gotcha. full 4.2. And then it actually knows on the charger... Well, I shouldn't say that. The charger would only let me go to 4.2 amps. So I don't know if that's because it knows that battery will only go to 4.2 amps or what. I haven't charged a regular battery on it. So it automat- even though you selected 4 amps, it went up to 4.2? No, where it gives you the options of how much to charge. Oh, I see. It, it would them. not go back or wouldn't go past 4.2. So like I said, I don't know if it's reading that from the battery or what, but must be. It I would assume so because it should charge more than four point two amps if you have a bigger battery to go on it. But anyway, so I was able to do that. It charged at four point two amps, which by the way, that's freaking fast. I mean, like I think for the initial charge, yeah, it'll go. One of the charges I had, I was under half on the battery, put it on there to charge, it got to full charge in six minutes. That's kind of nice. But anyway, so when I unplugged it and plugged it back in, it defaulted back to what I set it at, at the 4 amps. Mm. So it didn't go back to the 8, or the 0.8 amps, or whatever it was. So what I had set it It'll be interesting to see what it does with a different battery. Right, and going back and forth. So I won't know that until I get get another battery fixed. So... Well, but I mean a different type or size battery is what I'm talking about. Well, but what I'm saying, though, is if I have one battery and set it to 4 amps, and then have another battery and say, just charge this one at 2 amps... Well, I can go back that. and forth to see if it will remember it per yeah. battery. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, okay. I don't know yet. It'll be interesting. And to I see. can't tell you yet because, you know, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, Horizon doesn't want you sending batteries back to them. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle this. I wasn't sure if I was going to do that or just go straight back to oh. Brian's, but that's a two hour drive right. just for an exchange. For a and I'm broke. Like, I cannot go spend <laughs> any more money. I'm out of things to sell and I'm <sighs> out of money to buy. Yeah. So it's almost a wasted trip. Yeah. Not a wasted trip. It's, it's nice never to a see wasted him and trip. Stuff, I but, like you know. seeing Brian. Yeah. Um, anyway, so what else have we done? I oh, mean, I think we've flown a lot, but we haven't built anything. The, have I? No, I've the Night Radian. I haven't flown that since that was made in since we did this, right? My Night Radian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a Night Radian now too. That's been well, maidened they, since then. We've talked about your. New night radian on the show. I think I've flew it since then, did I? No, I did. You're right. Okay. Step back. So this is what happened. We talked about it. One of our listeners reached out and said, Hey, if you have that, you need to get the, the light controller yeah. from Wingnut Tech. <clears throat> so thank you very much. I did that. I like it a lot better. So I installed the light controller. You can actually change from your transmitter the different uh, light show things that it does mm-hmm. and it's kind of nice now i kind of like it dave also got a night radio that's what i was gonna say yeah and i like the mods that he did to his dave you want to talk uh, about what you did pretty simple uh just based on experience with my brother's standard radian from years ago um he had the push rods let loose at the back so real quick and easy just put a zip tie around the the neck yeah, which mm-hmm. you told me to do that on mine. Thank you. Uh, it looks like they've upgraded that a little bit. They've got some staples in there now to yeah, help yeah. hold them in place, but still. The staples are pulling out when I got it, so I actually glued the staples in. Oh, so geez. Yeah, the zip tie is not a bad idea. No, and cheap, not at all. Doesn't mm-hmm. do anything to it. Um, and then I cut out a little plywood floor to put in the nose uh, to Velcro the battery to. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason or another, they've got the battery strap all the way at the back of the cockpit. So it just grabs the last inch of your battery. There's not much hanging onto your battery. No, the battery's supposed to go all the way down in the wing root, under the wing. Well, mine won't go. That's where. That's what I was saying with mine, because I had to take the Velcro off the batteries I had, because it would not fit in that 
Get your nose off. What the? What? I it's can my hear microphone. That, but I can still hear your nose going across the microphone. You You're can weirdo. edit that I'm out. I'm not editing that out. Okay. People are going to hear how weird you are. Okay. So anyway, that ba- <laughs> that battery goes in, like I said, under the wing. And that's where it's actually supposed to go. There's a little cutout back there. I could not get it to fit without taking the uh, uh, Velcro off from using it on other batteries. So I ended up cutting the Velcro off, and then I was only able to put like a inch or inch and a half piece of Velcro on the front of it where it doesn't actually go into the wing. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, that makes f- full sense. But uh, yeah, I saw a nice little pocket and stuck my receiver in there. Oh, did your... See, my receiver was already in. Did you he not? Didn't buy you a got the, he got the plug and play. There's the difference yeah. then. Okay. Well, I can show you how mine is set up so you can see how it comes from the factory. And that way you can see exactly how they had everything lined up. Except my controller is in a different spot now because I put that. Well, the light controller used to be. It was really bad the way they had it. It used to be powered by the charge. Uh, which actually, how does that even work? So let's say your spectrum. Uh, this just hit me. Let's say your Spectrum and you're using smart batteries on this airplane that doesn't have the balance lead. You cannot power their their LEDs from the factory because the, the LEDs from the factory plugged into the balance lead. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Bad design. So the new Wingnut Tech actual light controller is powered off of the battery, the normal lead. So you don't have to worry about having that extra... Uh, what does it go in lead. line or something between the battery and the? Speed it's controller? powered off of the speed controller. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, it just plugs into an empty port on your receiver oh. and just uses uh, the BEC. Nice. Yeah, and it works great. Yeah. So, and the other modification that I was referring to on yours is uh, the, for the lights. Oh yeah, I removed a lot of the decals that were covering um, the light, the LEDs, the actual LEDs. Yeah, from so, the top. Well, and he did the ones on the bottom. You know how, like, there's those two black stripes that we're always thinking, wow, man, there's two LEDs out on here. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave cut the little squares out above, so now his doesn't have that, and I like that mod a lot. I do, too, but I'm, I'm paranoid I would cut too deep and mess up an LED strip <sighs> or something. No, it's not hard. Just get a fresh blade and just lightly score. I mean, it's just blade pressure. It, those decals cut so easy. Yeah, they're really, yeah. really thin. They're actually <laughs> stuck on there pretty good. you got to pull on them pretty hard to get them off. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how it was with that. The Ultrix, when I had to put the lights on it, the big one. they went the big one, yeah, yeah. The the lights went under some decals they already had on there, and that was stuck very good, and it stuck back down very good. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, nice, cool. Yeah, so we both have night radians now, and you're looking at me like, what? I need to buy one now? No, if you don't want one, you don't need to well, buy one. I mean, one, I'm not saying I don't want one. You ought to, you ought to buy one. <laughs> Just saying. But like you, I'm kind of, I'm. Spent out right I'm now. I'm spent for the longest time. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I just bought three gallons of fuel, so I'm, like, done for the rest of the year, I think. I don't know if I will be buying <laughs> any new uh, airplanes the rest of the year. Well, I take that back. There's still one I want, but well, I, for some reason, really want one of the UMX A10s. Oh, those are cool. I know. Don't you have one of those, Dave? Yeah, I got the parts for one. <laughs> the parts oh, for one. Okay. Yeah, I kind of watered it up on a field one Are you going to finish your GWS A10? Or? Yeah, I will. Like I mean, why soon? Or? Will you like me go back to my list on things that need work? Because that's on my need work list. Okay, that will be done and flown this year. You heard it here, folks. It will. No, I mean, like I hope. Okay, <laughs> no. I'm gonna take this out just in case. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't take that out. Why? 
because I'm going to sprinkle it in through the conversation from here on out, so you can't edit any of that out. Yeah, sure. Um, well, so you I, said you're going to fly the... Never mind. Go, go ahead. Go on. Or are you going to say that again? Yeah, I was going to say it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the GWS A-10, I will fly them this year. Okay. I flew, that, I flew mine, and they're so much fun. I would like to have... 20 maidens this year. I don't know why, but I just think that would be nice to be able to have 20 maidens. I don't like year. the way that sounds. I don't say that sounds a little creepy. Yeah. Why? You would like to have 20 maidens this year? Uh, we need to talk to Crystal. Yeah. Wow, that was that's a stretch, guys. I would Is like it? to have 20 maiden flights this okay. year. Is that better? Yes. It even took me a minute to understand what you were talking about. So this is yeah, not like I the mean, 15th century. But I mean or is it? Is that saying something, though, that it took you that long to figure it out? Really? I'm thinking about airplanes. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So 20 maidens. Okay. Well, um, and I'll I, have think, to... I think you could do it because you've got 17 left to fly on your list. Yeah, but they're some not of those all. Are, well, I was just going to say. Okay, go on. Some of those are probably maidens. Oh, wait. Never mind. Maidens. I'm going to be able to do that because I think I'm at 15 already. Oh, I can't wow. read this list because it's so small. But I think, yeah. So that's my goal, 20. Um, I did maiden an airplane and then get rid of it, the the ogre. I also have done that. Oh, yeah, what did you get rid of? The little little ultimate, the small one that Bob oh, gave me. Oh, yeah. What about that cloud dancer? You got rid of that too, right? I did, yeah, but I didn't maiden it. You never flew that one? Mm -hmm. Oh, understandable. But so we took that ogre out. It was actually not a good flying airplane. Well, like, but looking back though, it, go on. Is it because of the conditions, or is it just genuinely not a good flying airplane? Genuinely not a good flying airplane. I'm looking at Dave because yeah. the sink rate was incredible. Well, but now yeah. hold on. If we if because that I almost didn't get rid of it because as I was going over that in my mind, I'm like, maybe this isn't an actual glider. Maybe this is a powered glider kind of thing that should be powered all the time. When it was under power, it was not that bad. But ailerons were very sluggish. They were. Hmm. Now, also, the ailerons were very slow to move. Like the... How was the rudder authority? Rudder felt okay. It felt normal. I mean, because it's a glider. Yeah. I mean, we it's had control with the rudder. Mostly probably with... It with had rudder control. I flew it mostly with the rudder because yeah. the ailerons were well, pretty useless. Yeah. But once again, the, the aileron, the servos that were on the ailerons from the factory were very, like I even noticed how slow they were. And it, if I would have kept it, I was going to change them out for something that would not take two seconds to go from full deflection to full deflection. Hmm. So that could have something to do with it too. Like as you're thinking, you're trying to get some movement out of it. It's just lagging so much because it's slow. But it doesn't matter because that one's gone. Um, I forgot to take my receiver out of that. Oops. That really hurts me. But anyway, yeah. what else did I get rid of? That's, I don't know, that's about it. I don't remember what all I got rid of. Let me go to my list. <laughs> oh, my twin star. I flew Come that on. this year. Yeah. It's gone now. Yeah. Sold that back to Reggie. The Goldberg Extra 300 that I bought. Um, I would really like to have seen you fly that, though, at least once. Because I bet that was a really good flying airplane. I didn't. It, is. it still is. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I know my reasons. The batteries, I get it. I didn't want to buy batteries. I get and yes, it. I know I could have borrowed batteries from several of my friends that have them. But hear me out. Okay. You could have borrowed one of mine because it what was I just said. It was a yes. six cell, right? It six cell 5000. Yeah. So just to fly it so that you could have said that I flew it and now I'm getting rid of it and I'm okay with that. However, that would have been a lot of work to go into to go through the whole airplane to make sure it was okay 
to make sure no servos were bad, to get okay. a receiver put in, to I'll get a balance, that. to do all that. See, for to plane, me, that's fun. I like For to a tinker. plane that you don't want? I like to tinker. Why is the Horton not I did, done? Well, that's not tinkering. That's like rebuilding and well, okay. re-engineering but something like, that someone else put together. And To me, it was a plane I knew I didn't... And that hurt. A have, bit, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you were like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. But you said you like to tinker, and you were giving me the, the eye for getting rid of it without doing it. But I knew, like I said, that plane was, like, I'm not a big extra fan. If it would have been a yak in that size... It could have sat here for three years until I came around <laughs> to it. I would have done just because you like looking at them. Because I like looking at them a lot. Um, but I just I knew I have enough projects as it is that it's good to get it off my list. Okay, right. so that was I, my reasoning behind that. that. If I had nothing else going on and all my airplanes were done and everything was built and I had no arfs, I had no kits, I had nothing, it would have been a different story. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, well, what else? Are we good? Are well, we done? What I, got, I got a maiden. Oh. An airplane I've had done for over a year now. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Um, it was a Balsa USA sop with quarter scale uh, pup uh, that I kind of inherited. I didn't really want it because I actually have a camel. Um, so this was a friend of mine, uh, Ed's. He uh, all of a sudden, out of the blue, decided to move to Florida, and <laughs> I inherited this airplane. Uh, he, had, uh, he had done the uh, original construction on it, uh, had built up most of it. Um, so I needed to finish it, and I was going to. Fin- uh, he actually gave me the uh, camel for finishing this airplane for him, <laughs> and then ended up giving you the this pup. airplane too. Yeah. Uh, funny. So uh, I ended up uh, having to rebuild the center section. There was some um, misalignments with the plans. Apparently, <laughs> as best I can figure, mm. uh, the center section was jacked up. So I had to scratch build a center section at the top wing, and then just finish it up, cover it, paint it, install the motor, radio, mm. etc. Um, I missed my deadline for getting it done with him moving by about a week. Oh. Um, and he said, I, I don't want to take it with me. Just keep it. You know, you dragging your feet and that turned out okay. Well, <laughs> so, uh, Reggie actually a couple of weeks ago, uh, was driving through with his truck, uh, the same area that Ed moved to and volunteered to take it down there for him. So I gave Ed a call and say, Hey, Reggie's going to oh. be in the area. We're going to throw it on the truck for you. He said, no, I don't want it. He's hurt his back and it's not feeling real good. He's not doing a lot of flying. Mm. And he said, I'm just not going to mess with it. You just keep it. He's like, I'm okay. sorry to hear he's not doing well. Yeah, yeah. I am too. Um, but anyway, I've now got this sop with pup that I've been sitting on for a year. Um, <laughs> I said, well, it's it's definitely mine now. We're going to go ahead and fly it. Mm-hmm. So I take it out to the field. Um, and it's not exactly a complicated airplane, but it's very difficult to put together. Oh, I watched you, and that made me cry for you. I mean, <laughs> did you, it, did Dave, you see why did how... you have to do that in front of Ron? I keep, <laughs> he's so see? anti-biplane as it is, and now... If I were to just to put it together as a stock model, it'd be fine. But I've got all the scale struts and wires and all the extra stuff that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. And... I was taking a quiz the whole time I was putting it together. <laughs> I about that. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. My brother was out there, um, and a friend, or not a friend, uh, a guy he works with, I guess a friend, uh, lives a couple blocks from the field and had never been there, so he had him come on down. Oh, I didn't know you guys knew him. Yeah, he works okay. with my brother I, okay. at the county there. Um, and he brought his children out, one of which was a nine-year-old little boy. I'm 
Yeah. 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 I didn't, I this just, is the same little kid that was asking to fly all of our airplanes. Yes. I, I don't know. Oh. I was busy. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it was that day. Yes. Yeah. Same so kid. It was that kid. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I thought that was the guy that owns one of the ultralights that hangers it out. I did I too. see him out there and he looked very similar. So I thought, oh, well, he's got his right. kid or That's, something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now wow. it's all coming So together. he is giving me a history quiz because <laughs> he thought the airplane was a camel. And I can see that the pups and camels look very similar. Heck, I thought it was a camel. Um, and then based on the uh, striping on the tail, he thought it was French. And then, uh, it's, no, it's just reverse for the British. Uh, oh, then, good for him for yeah, knowing that. I mean, because I don't even know. He that was part. popping off facts at me that no nine-year-old should ever know about <laughs> World War II aircraft. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden he got in the bright idea that start giving me a quiz while I'm trying to figure out all these flabbergasted wires on this airplane that are now tangled up and I can't get them untangled. And, <laughs> this, and, and, and you keep got a nine-year-old quizzing you on your aircraft history. So name three, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and I can't let a nine-year-old beat me, okay? No. So, <laughs> Heavens no. So yeah, I'm a bit of a aircraft history buff, so I'm pretty good at this. But um, yeah, so I got all these cables and struts <laughs> to figure out. It's a brand new airplane that... Uh, We'd even had the cowl off it. I was having to put the cowl on it because we ran up the engine. Uh, I put a new carburetor on it because it wasn't running right. So we put a new carb on it. What engine's on that? Uh, just a NOAA 26. Okay. Uh, the Magneto, my my go-to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had to put the cowl on. I've had to bolt this complicated airplane together with the struts and the wheels. and Because <laughs> you even have to take the wheels off this thing to put the wing on it. Um, and then all these yes, cables. It's terrible. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not one you want to put together when it's 100 degrees outside. I'm and then sorry. you're having to answer trivia questions from and a nine-year-old. screw up. And not get it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Finally, we got through the quiz show portion. I, I guess I got uh, a <laughs> yeah. complimentary prize or something. I don't know. So, yeah. You so, flew your airplane. Yeah. Well, we that's good it. because that ties, that ties in nicely to the message at the very beginning of this podcast. Safety. Safety. I was being distracted to the max yeah. with a brand new complicated airplane. Yeah. Uh, so I was having to think extremely hard. Yeah. It's like these game shows where they turn you upside down or something <laughs> while you're trying to answer. <laughs> but you did it and you flew it very well. And yeah, it flew, and it it flew, flew great. Flew Actually, fun. it was my best maiden that I've had with one of the Balsa USA World War One. Uh, the very little trim involved in it. Yeah. So, yeah. It looked like it flew nice. looks very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So great flyer. Thank you, Ed. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, if you're ever up here, come get your damn airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and he won't. He won't. He won't. It's no. yours for perpetuity now. Perpetuity. Yeah. Nice. I like that. I know. I thought I'd throw that out there just for funsies. Yeah. Hey, so I just want to throw a plug in there to uh, for our Facebook page. Um, all the cool stuff that uh, all five of you guys are listening to us talk about out there. Uh, you can keep up with us on Facebook. We try to we try to post on Facebook whenever we do something cool, like go out and fly or whatever. So. That's a good place to go to uh, to try to keep up with us. If you're dying for content to see what we're doing, you can usually see what we're doing on Facebook, on our Facebook page, I should say. Mm-hmm. We've been doing some more lately, so mm-hmm. there's been a few more posts. Yes. So and don't go. forget the Discord. Yeah, and oh. the disc join the Discord server, man. That's that place is hopping. It's hard for me to catch up sometimes. Hopping. It's fun. Yeah. There's a lot of good so. conversations going yeah. there, and it's nice to there's learn about stuff. There's a lot of good information that comes out of that. That's why I said there's survey. a lot of good stuff to learn, yeah, so, so I've enjoyed it. Good deal. Um, I also wanted to say, or say, did you guys hear, by the way, that the AMA price is going up? Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't it go up, right? Yeah. So it's going up to 85 bucks a year, um, 
Well, that's 75 now, right? 78. 78. Yeah. Oh, so it's going up to 85. Um, but there's supposed to be a discount for two and now a three-year membership. But they haven't said what the discount's going to be yet. At least at the Probably. at the recording time now, they haven't said what the three-year discounted rate is going to be. So yeah. I just renewed last month. Yeah. So that think, was due in I'm, July. I think I'm good till December, I think. Yeah. I'll have to look. All right. Well, anything else you want to talk about? Or are we ready to get out of here? It's been long. Yeah. I uh, apologize for the long episode, but we've been busy. We have. Lots to talk about. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Tom. And I'm Dave. Good night. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.